0: Back in the day, the American dream was secure in a bag, meeting someone, getting married, having kids, and living happily ever after. Don't let society fool you. There are still a lot of people today who have that mindset. But what happens to the kids when the parents aren't together or were never together? How does that separation impact the children? Today, we are going to try to have that conversation without bashing the absent parent. But you know me, sometimes my opinions are very strong. But I will try to keep the focus on the kids and how they are affected by broken homes. Men and women can both both be irresponsible sorry ladies we are not gonna put all of this on the men today so let's get into this topic what's up ray what's up cuz
1: Chilling,
0: chilling. chillin, chillin'. So what do you think of some of the effects of growing up without one or more of your parents in a household?
1: One thing that I see is the child really becomes angry and anger leads into a lot of whole different things. Uh, You become angry. I see one particular person I know in They quit school. They become they became really rebellious. Uh, They really had problems with the other parent. I mean, it was it was like crazy. They think that, I mean, it's just that anger that just leads them to all different directions. It could be gangs, selling drugs, trying to make it on their own, but they don't really take time to deal with the issue.
0: So let's get into this. I actually pulled an article from an online magazine called Baby Gaga, and it lists some things that affect kids, even if the parents separate on good terms. Yeah. So you ready for this? Oh, yeah. So the first one is health problems like asthma or headaches. And they also said that when parents separate and the child is left with their mother, they're more likely to get medical care and be healthier. What do you think about that being a single parent? Do you think that's accurate?
1: I, I, I don't think so. I think, you know, usually people who have asthma and things like that, they they're born with that. From my experience, from what I from the people I know who have asthma, I don't I don't see them really developing asthma just because their parents leave. Everybody who has asthma, I never saw that. So I that's just an example. It said that
0: it could cause different health problems and asthma is an example. Headaches are an example.
1: So some type of mental issue, you know, stress, which Mm -hmm. is not good for our bodies. So I can see that impact in our bodies and our health due to stress stress is a killer
0: do you think that they're saying the child might not suffer as many health setbacks because they're with the mother because women are more nurturing or do you think it's 50 50 that men could be as just as nurturing as women yeah
1: yeah they can be if if a man is tapped into his feminine energy and that was that was one thing that i had to understand growing up with you know, raising my son, he lost his mother. He was about fifth grade. I had to really tap in more into my feminine energy, Mm -hmm. you know, the nurturing side. I was like, wow, I just had to, you know, figure this out. You know, he, 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 I can remember, you know, walking down the street, we walking and he would just literally take my hand and put it around him. He's like, hey, I need this.
0: So I had to really pay
1: attention to that. So as a man, Raising a, a boy on his own, you have to be able to tap into your feminine energy. Really? Yeah.
0: The second one is shyness. I, I'm, I'm painfully shy, but then again, that could be genetics because they're shy people in our family. My mom is shy. Grandma was, I don't know if grandma was shy, but I think shyness runs in our family. So,
1: Well, you have the challenge of connecting. Like if there's a disconnect from your father or your mother. Mm-hmm. There's a challenging in connecting, so you you don't grow up maybe you just didn't have that opportunity to say, "Hey, this is how you connect with people. this is something's missing, so you can become shy, maybe you just don't know how
0: mm-hmm. yeah, the third one is lack of self confidence. This is a bit I think this is very accurate because you don't necessarily have that person to to push you.
1: Yeah. And also when one of the parents is not in the household, you're like, oh, something's wrong with me. You view yourself in a negative way, which can lead to not having confidence.
0: I would say that, too. And I can circle back what you were saying initially about anger, because my dad actually had he moved on and he had a separate family and he adopted my stepbrother and stepsister and oh. they are very full of confidence not shy very vocal and I think it's because they had him pushing them
1: yeah and it's definitely a challenging to see that the missing father or mother taking care of other kids and just leave you behind
0: exactly you know? and that's, you know, I am still resentful about that.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's that's just that just it hurts. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I can see that. I I get that, and I I just don't have the words for that. I don't respect that at all. Um, you know, when me and my children's mother we split, um, I was always, you know, what I'm gonna be in my kids' life. I'm not no weekend dad. Mm-hmm. Uh seeing my kids twice a month just doesn't work for me. Um I had the conversation of you know, okay, parent-teacher conference, you know, can can we go together or can we have separate appointments? So i I made a decision to be <laughs> always be in my kids' life, no matter what. Nobody could ever tell me that I walked away. So I've always un, and understanding that me not having my dad around, I was I told myself, you know what, I will never. Never be like that to my kids. Now, granted, my dad did the best he could. He was in situations. And he had to do do what he felt was right. You know, I have no ill feelings towards him. I do. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care. I'm putting
0: it out there. I do not care. I don't know if I would ever get that relationship prepared. And to be honest, I don't want to get, I don't want to have that type of relationship with someone who I deem as being a narcissist. So... Yeah, that could be another podcast, or we could talk about it right now.
1: Um, I feel like my mom, she did. My mom had, she had, she, she could actually, she was able to get into her masculine energy. She, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, my uncle, he introduced basketball. He introduced the game to me. My mom really took me on the court and was like showing me how to play basketball there was times she took me in the backyard when I learned how to play football. She's like, this is how you block. And until I got big enough where she was like, I can't do this no more. Right. So she, she really stepped up and tapped into her masculine energy. She was she grew up a town boy. You know, she she was very athletic. She played softball. That was her passion. So she really had an understanding of sports. So I think you know she stepped up when it came to tapping into the masculine. But at the end of the day, she couldn't really show me how to be a man. Right. So, so the no, same no.
0: with me, because I was a single parent. I used to do the same thing. And I used to, uh, even though I'm not, I was never athletic, I would take my son out to play baseball, you know, throw the ball with him or whatever. I, I, I did the best that I could, and I, but I do feel like if he had someone, a male figure in his life, who knows what he could, because he, could, he wanted to be a professional baseball player, but who knows what could have happened? Right, You know what I mean? And he right. might be resentful about that. His life could have been different or his life could have been the same. But how do you know when the parent is absent?
1: Yeah. You know, there's also, I've I seen, you know, a particular family I know I have in mind, um, say she had uh, well, maybe four or five sisters. Actually, this was three sisters and the mom, the, the authorities took the kids away and the mom was she act like she wanted to get him back and but she just never did actually actually went and made some more babies with some other guy
0: oh my god i know several right. people like that yeah are we talking and, about the same girl <laughs>
1: <laughs> and seeing those girls grow up i mean it was very challenging for them not having their relationship actually they didn't have a relationship with their mom or their dad because their dad was in jail hmm. so not only did they have to. The, Depend on someone else to teach them how to be a woman. But their dad wasn't around. And there has to be a challenge. There was definitely a challenge connecting to the to a man for them. There was one probably who got, probably uh, got raped. Uh, just all those challenging. Because the thing is, it's like you usually when women, they connect with guys or men that have traits of their father. But when you don't have that, how do you connect?
0: Is that why I keep meeting narcissists? Because dude, like for real, my dad is a straight up narc.
1: Yeah. And that's maybe what he's that about. maybe
0: that's what's happening to me.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's 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 traits in my mom that I look for in women. So that's just the way it is. I so, mean but who
0: wants to t- who wants to date a narcissist though I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't. I know. Get Maybe it. to fill that void like, oh, that's yeah. mine because I didn't know he was a narcissist when I, well, when well, I was Well, the a thing kid. is,
1: I mean, we don't go say, okay, I'm going to look for a narcissist. It just happens. This is the people we attract. Right. It is it's the it's the energy from our parents.
0: Right. And number 4 is irrational fears and anxiety. Wow. You might think that you're always worried about the other parent. What are they doing? Like what, you know what, I that, this this list so far is hitting. Cause I remember when I was a kid, like whenever it was time to go see my mom or I knew she was gonna come see me, I would always be fearful of like, is she gonna get here safely? Is she gonna get, I was I always had this fear about her flying,
1: mm.
0: you know what I mean? So maybe that is irrational fears.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I can't really say much about that one. I never really experienced that or really saw that. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: And then we already touched on number five, which is depression, especially if the child has to choose which parent to stay with. And the reason why I say that is because sometimes we make our kids choose and we make them choose at an age that's too young. And we talk trash about the other parent in front of that kid. And that's not right.
1: Yeah, that's the big mistake you do. I mean, the thing is, if you're if the other parent is a certain way, doing negative things, behaviors, mm-hmm. you've got to let that kid find out for themselves.
0: On their own.
1: Right. Because at the end of the day, that parent is still a part of them. So you really got to be mindful of what you speak. You, you really can't have the ne- negative conversations uh, around the child. Yeah now, because
0: they're going to find out eventually even if it right. takes like it's them getting turning 18 and they're like okay I want to go spend time with mom or dad and they spend a little bit of time with them and they be like wait a minute now yeah. I know why this person didn't stay with my other parent. Yeah. It all comes out.
1: Yeah. And and, and I remember you know back in the day usually the court would say the ch- the children stays with mom. Mm-hmm. The The go- the goal was always to keep the children with mom. But these days they have what they call like a 50-50 custody. You stay with one parent one week, the next parent the next week. Right. That's good. You you may see the parent on a regular basis, but could that be, that's not easy for a child, especially when you're going to school to have a routine, one household one week, the next household the next week. It's, it's, I've seen some children have challenges with that.
0: So do you think they should split it up? Like you get the like one child goes to school with you, like- during the school year and then other parent has the child like during the summer like how do you what do you think is a good compromise well, for that?
1: I, I, I don't think it should be like designed a certain way but I think you should really have the conversation with your child you know you may put one structure in place but you got to you got to check in with that child how is this working mm-hmm. is, is this working for you should we make some adjustments what is the, the, your experience because they're the one that's really dealing with it They have to be focused on their grades. They got to be focused on how to grow up, Mm -hmm. how to be a man, how to be a woman. And you just got to talk to that child to see what's what's the best for them. You can't just make it as parents. I think so. I think it's like a three way conversation.
0: Yeah, because some parents have agendas. Some parents just want the child just to get that child support. Like for real, for real. Shit, we have women out here getting guys caught up just so they could get a bag for the rest of the, for the rest of whatever, 18 years.
1: Right. And then if if they're not even working, what do they do? Sell social security numbers. Oh, you can, you can file taxes on, you can file my child on your taxes to give me a cut. Wait a
0: minute, cuz what time you've been around women like that?
1: Oh, yeah. I, I didn't see it. You know, they may have changed the laws now. I think they, the government really got, they found out about that, so they may have mm-hmm. put like certain documents that you have to fill up. But back in the day, oh yeah, they would sell. They would sell they so they kids social security oh, numbers. My God, what? Whoever took shenanigans?
0: That? <laughs> what are you thinking right, about? Right.
1: So I think I think the government may have put a stop to that these days. So, mm. but yeah.
0: All right, moving on to number six: suicidal thoughts extreme but it could happen the child could blame themselves i could see that if the child oh, yeah. is already depressed and then they're like you know am yeah. i the reason why my parents broke up and is it me they, that that could be i hear of kids
1: yeah and you can tell them you, you can even tell the child oh it's not your fault it's not your fault but in their mind they have it
0: yeah like,
1: it is my fault so it's true that depression can lead into, oh, I don't want to be here. I don't want to deal with this. I don't know how to deal with this. So the best way is for me to what? Check out of here.
0: Yeah. Yep. And then number seven, academic development. And we already touched on this earlier. Yeah. You can't focus. You're back and forth between homes. It's hard to do your homework. It's like all of that can affect um, yeah. children.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, I experienced that.
0: Number eight is stop kids from being kids. This is what I think about this. Stop kids from being kids. My interpretation is you have like a single parent household, male or female could be the head of the household. And say, for example, you're a mom and there's no dad there. And your son is like 14, 15, and they feel like, they got to be the man of the house they feel like they got to take responsibility they feel like they got to get a job instead of instead of being a kid and if it's the opposite say the dad is in the house is in the home and the mom isn't there if you have a daughter she might feel like i gotta cook i gotta clean i gotta take care of the other kids i gotta look out for them i'm the mom so yeah. it does stop kids from being kids. What are your thoughts about that?
1: Oh, yeah. It definitely stops them from being kids, you know, doing things that their friends are doing, going out mm-hmm. to maybe parties, after school events. Instead of doing that, oh, I gotta go home and cook. I gotta go home and clean up the house. I gotta go yeah. home and take care of my baby brother. I exactly. gotta make sure that they're eating. But you can't yeah. you're missing out on life as a kid. And then when you become 18 or you know, 21. And you're grown, it's like, wow, I grew up too fast. I missed yeah. something.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you can really,
1: really you can really have some resentment for that.
0: Yeah. Number nine is poverty. It's and yeah. I think what they mean by that is like a one household income. Again, where are you gonna get all this extra money to pay for your kid?
1: Right. And and a lot of times I've seen children growing up and they see that their mother or their father is struggling and they would just say, Hey, that costs too much. I don't need this. They would make the sacrifices.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: even though, you know, the parent, they're trying to, they're trying to make the, make it happen, trying to get the dollars together, pay the bills. Uh, I remember my mother was struggling, you know, trying to pay the bills. And I, I understand today, but we used to have a struggle going to the shoe store and she wanted to buy me this and that. And it was not a good, we, we would have that fight. You really can't, you, she, she did the best she could. She, she I can remember her in the, in the bathroom in tears, trying to figure out how she was going to pay the bills and she would try to hide it, but I heard her, I saw her. Yeah. So you, and then you see your other, your other uh, friends, they got both of their parents in the house, even, even a, they may even have a step parent in there, but it's working for them. Yeah. You know, they got the good clothes, they got the good shoes. And growing up like that, at some point you're gonna be like, you know what? I got to have it. So I gotta figure out how to get it on my own. And that's where it yeah. leads to drug dealing. Because exactly. you want to survive. You wanna be, you wanna fit in, you wanna be like mm-hmm. everybody else. You don't want to wear generic clothes while your other friends is looking good.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And finally, number 10 is anti-social behavior, violence. And we touched upon all of this earlier, disobedience, especially towards authority figures. So that rounds up um, the list of kids that are affected, even if the divorce or separation between their parents is friendly.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it could even I mean, we we pretty much talked about like divorce and Mm -hmm. separation. I mean, you even got kids who experience loss like death at an early age and that's really heavy
0: yeah it is so guys this concludes this episode of Ventures dialogue radio um we know we, we we've been giving you guys some fun stuff to listen to but this is a serious um topic that yeah. one of our listeners contacted me and she wanted me to talk about this topic so we hope you guys enjoyed it and stay tuned because right after this we do have episode three of what's What's up up with that that? (laughs) (laughs) so until next time guys Peace. peace If this is your first time joining, welcome to Vintage Dialogue Radio, and thank you for listening. And if you like what you've been hearing, please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so that you never miss a thing. What topics do you want to talk about in the future? I'm sure you have plenty of questions for my guests. So don't forget to drop a comment, ask a question and leave a review. You never know. I could actually call upon you to be a special guest on my show. All of the information about this episode is in the description box, along with an email and links to my blog, website and more. Thanks again for joining. Until next time.